0: right well hello and welcome welcome and hello today is Thursday which means that it is vlog day and yeah you know what I got a vlog for you guys I'm hoping I'm really hoping that this entire vlog remains in focus for some reason look my camera is weird and complicated and large and I'm a little bit out of my wheelhouse when I'm dealing with it and I've watch tutorials and I've got help from subscribers and emails and YouTube and blah 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 and all this stuff and there's just occasionally things happen and the entire like I don't know second half of my vlog was out of focus last week so I'm hoping that this is in focus the problem is I have this very small little monitor to look over here and like gauge if I'm in focus right now I'm looking at it I'm like boom bro I look I look completely in focus right now Hoping that everything just comes together for this vlog. I want it to be in focus. I want it to sound good. I want the color to look good, the brightness and the contrast, and my lights that I use, and boom. And we're just, we're good to go. We're gonna vlog the crap out of tonight. So, Let me get out my vlog notes. Let me just say welcome one more time. I've got a great vlog plan for you guys. We're going to have some news and advocacy at the top of the program. There's going to be some beer. Shout outs. uh, First impressions. I do not, unfortunately, have a retro vaping segment prepared for this week, but... I do have a review for things that got, never got reviewed, as well as a, another getting to know Grim Green segment, and then we're gonna wrap it all up at the end with some favorite comments of the week. It sounds like a plan. Sounds like a freaking plan to me. So let me get out my vlog notes here and let me see what I have written down. So first thing up, uh, Crown Two. Yeah. So Crown Two. Wow. Wow. A lot of really colorful, interesting comments on that video. Everybody. Up until that point, was like, when are you going to do the Crown 2? When are you going to do the Crown 2? When are you do the you do the Crown 2? And then I upload the review of the Crown 2 and I'm like, hey, this tank is pretty good. My coil heads are awesome. I really like this tank. And everybody was like, this tank sucks. The coil heads taste like ass. I hate this tank. I hate you well. I hate the Rafale. I hate the Crown 2. And I'm like, Wait, what? What the hell happened? Um, it's interesting, it's just interesting to me. I mean, I've always said this, and if we all vape the same way, the world would be a boring place, right? So we don't all have to like the same things. There's a lot of people out there who like Genesis-style atomizers. I, you couldn't pay me cash money to review a Genesis. If you came up to me right now and offered to pay off the remaining debt on my car, if I would review a Genesis, I would say, no, because I hate Genesis Atomizers. I literally hate them. I think they are the worst vapes that have ever existed. But that doesn't mean that other people don't like them. And that doesn't mean that you personally, you can like them. Um, I can only, I feel like a broken record when I say this, I can only review the products that are in front of me. So if UL sends me two uh, Crown 2 tanks and then a couple packs of coil heads. This is what I have to work with. This is my sampling of their products. I tried the stainless steel one. It worked exactly the same as the black one. I mean, I'm talking about the color ones, the stainless steel color one worked the same, functioned the same as the black one. I tried both of them. I tried a representative sample of coil heads. I tried one coil head from each tube. I took the top one from this one and the middle one from this one and the top one from this one and the bottom one from this one. And I tried to use as many coil heads as I could. They all gave me the same exact vape experience. I got good flavor. I got good performance. I got a little spit back, but overall, I had a freaking great vaping experience with the Crown 2. I don't know. 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 I tried like five different coil heads and they all had the same level of flavor. Um, It was good. It was good flavor. It wasn't amazing, you know, over the top in your face flavor, but it was very Decent flavor, what the you know, the kind of flavor that you expect to come from a sub-ohm tank. I've still been rocking my crown to like crazy. This is uh something in here. This, oh, this is that juice from Synthetic Cloud. This is that Fizz Lemon Lime Soda Juice. I have it on the i-stick. Not, it's not an i-stick, it comes from e-leaf, but it's not an i-stick. This is the i-i almost said i-stick again. Hi, Nick. Welcome to talking e-leaf iPower, which is their non removable battery, lipo powered. It, it's the exact same form factor as the iStick uh, 50 watt. It's the exact same form factor as a lot of other eLeaf products. It's kind of that rounded, you know, uh, rectangle shape. It's got a clicky button on the front. Um, same coil heads right now that I had in my video. 0.6 set to 54 watts. Solid, rocking, flavorful cloud-producing vape. Great. That flavor is good. I've vaped probably, I don't know, 100 mils of this juice by now. This is a great juice. This tastes exactly like I would expect it to taste. It tastes good. I don't get any weird medicinal, chemical, rubber bandy, anything flavors out of it, you know, and this is just one of those things it probably points to UL's inconsistency in their coil heads. If big groups of people are getting shitty coil heads and other big groups of people are getting good coil heads, it means that the coil heads coming out of their factory probably aren't that consistent. The same thing happened with the Aspire Cleto coil heads. I and a couple other people got a really overpoweringly rubber bandy flavor in it and everybody else was going, I don't get that, I don't get that, I don't get that consistency. It's just consistency. If someone vapes it and they go, I'm getting weird off flavors and it tastes like burnt rubber or whatever, and I know I'm doing everything right, then that is poor quality control. That is poor consistency coming out of the factory. So I stand by everything I said in that Crown 2 video, my vape experience with the Crown V2, has been amazing. So let's move on. I can't believe I wasted seven minutes of the vlog re-talking about a video that I just shot and uploaded this week. Ridiculous. Gotta move forward. So I have to, have to, have to give a huge congratulatory shout out outside of the shout out section because I know she skips the shout out section to one of just my favorite people on earth, Ruby Rue, she launched her new website this week. Trust me when I say that Ruby Rue Ruby works incredibly, incredibly hard. She overworks herself and she's launched her new website. Uh, it's rubycrewshop.com. I'll have a link to it in the description. There's not any vape gear on there, so you can't buy liquids or mods or anything like that. I think she has some MTurk coils on there. It's all... Uh, ruby crew branded stuff she's got vape mats and hats and tank tops and t-shirts and uh, cocktail kits and i told her that she needs to get ruby crew frisbees because her logo is perfect could you imagine that ruby crew logo on a white frisbee rue we could go to the waterfront park and just play Ultimate Frisbee for days with a Ruby Crew Frisbee. I think that would be amazing. But I have to say congratulations um, to Ruby Rue. She's just an amazing person and you have to at least go check out her site. It's really well done. It's got some cool stuff on there. Pick up a Ruby Crew shoot shirt uh, or some items. Show her some support. Um, I think it would be great. In fact, I was at her site today and I almost bought a green Ruby Crew vape mat and then I look at my desk and I go, okay, there's one, two, three, four, five vape mats. I have three in my closet. Maybe at this exact moment, I don't need another vape mat in my life. But I know the time is going to come when I'm going to need another vape mat. The first thing I'm going to do is get a Ruby Crew vape mat. I love her logo. I, I love Ruby Roo. You should definitely go. Check out her site. Absolutely. Um, moving forward from that, there's a lot of advocacy giving giveaways going on right now. M. Turk from Jersey, who is just one of the best builders that I've ever seen, coil builder type of guys. He has this whole layout in his basement and long tables and stacks of stuff and drill and things, and he cranks out coils. I mean, cranks them out. He is a human coil factory. He took it upon himself to organize a huge, pardon me, wow, watermelon. I ate watermelon. Does watermelon make anybody else burp? Anyway, he took it upon himself to organize a huge, huge advocacy-related giveaway. I'm going to post a link in the description to his Instagram, but I want to at least get to it and read it to you a little bit. So if you go to his Instagram you can see you can you you'll be able to tell the giveaway picture. It's just a picture of a ton of awesome shit. He has massive giveaway for advocacy. Twisted Messes and I will be doing a massive giveaway for advocacy. Here are the rules. We have less than 1 month to do this. You must be 18 years or older and resident of the USA only with proof of ID go to whoismyrepresentative.com and he has a link in his bio you type in your zip code you enter your state uh, click on your state senators and hit contact form fill out your information and write your story in the message box explain how and why vaping saved your life it must be as personal as or as it can be as personal or as brief as you would like. Also the message the message must urge them to support HR2058 and the Cole Bishop amendment. Make sure you send two messages, one to each of your state senators. You can repeat these steps in your with your to your state members as well to increase your chances of winning. Uh, type type/save your message where you can save it First, you will need it for future reference. Uh, you can send, resend your message to your state senators and members up to once per day. So after sending this message, you have to uh, forward, okay, it's forward your thank you confirmation to mturkadvocacy at gmail.com, mturkadvocacy at gmail.com and uh, include in your message uh, and include your message. To increase your chances of winning further, you can repost this post from MTurk, tag your senators on Instagram if you can, and tag three friends uh, to get more people involved in the giveaway. Uh, it's I just I don't know why I just sat there and read you all the rules, but basically, he wants you to go, contact your senators, tell them how vaping has helped you. You'll get a thank you back. You know, thank you for contacting me. You forward that to him. You're entered in the giveaway. There is so much stuff in this giveaway. A fuck ton, obviously, of local vape anarchist stuff. A fuck ton of dot mod stuff. Malicious liquids, the collection. A bunch of twisted messes, RDAs. A bunch of other RDAs. I can't quite tell which one. What? I can't quite tell what RDA that is. Anyway, it's so much cool stuff and this isn't just for one person i believe he is announcing winners weekly don't don't quote me on that but i believe he's answering uh announcing winners weekly i'm going to have a link in the description to m turk's instagram profile go look at this picture read the rules follow the instructions and enter to win this unbelievable giveaway in addition to that RubyRo and myself on the Culture of Clouds podcast are also doing a giveaway. And I'm gonna post a link in the description to the episode where we explain how to enter this giveaway. You can it's in that episode, you can, I think it's towards the end of that episode, you can listen to all the contest rules. Additionally, we have the contest rules in the description. Basically, we are doing a raffle to try to raise as much money as possible. For the right to be smoke-free coalition, it is a cool prize package. It's not nearly as huge as the one that M Turk has, but what we have is that Axis Vapes M17 from uh, from Lou of Sour Um I'm gonna throw in uh, a couple ooh top secret things, including a very top secret atomizer that may or may not exist. I don't recall saying atomizer. A very cool top secret atomizer that may or may not exist, we're throwing in the entire line of Lane Cove juices and if you are a large or extra large, I will throw in a brand new Grim Green t-shirt as well. It is a $5 entry fee into the raffle. You will be donating your money directly to Right to Be Smoke Free. It's not going through us at all, just so there's no confusion. We can keep it nice and clean. We don't have to handle money. You donate your money directly to Right to Be Smoke Free. You forward us your uh, confirmation email. That is your raffle ticket. Uh, the cutoff, I believe, is Sunday night. This Sunday night. This Sunday night. Yeah, so there you go. Anyway. Lot of giveaways. There are a lot of giveaways going on for advocacy and you know what? It it sucks that it even has to come to this, but really it has to come to this because there's so many people who either don't know what's going on, don't have any idea what the regulations are, don't know what the impact of those regulations can be, or they are aware of both of those things and they either don't care or they're too lazy to actually do anything. It takes Very little effort to get involved. Very little effort. And I say this in all of my weekly videos, and I'm going to say it now. You don't have to do everything, but you do have to do something. Additionally, this... Okay, I'm going to have a vlog this week. I'm going to have a vlog next week. And then the week after that is going to be my travel vlog to VCCPA. The weekend of the 22nd, I, along with a bunch of other people, will be in Pittsburgh. Uh, Pittsburgh... Pennsylvania. I almost said Pittsburgh, Philadelphia, and then that wouldn't have made any sense. Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania with Kevin Skipper, VCCPA. It's going to be a fan freaking-tastic event. I bought a drone. I bought an indoor video drone that I'm hoping to use at this event. I haven't even tested it out yet, and I need to test it out before I get to this event, but I'm hoping to use this drone at the event, and I'm going to be vlogging and all this stuff, this, that, and the other. It's just going to be oh, I'm really looking forward to VCCPA. I'll have a link down in the description if you want more information about this event. It is going to be a super fun event. So I do have a little bit of news. Two things that I desperately want to talk about. So a fellow named Jeff sent me an email. Let me get to it. And the title of his email was FDA Log Jam. So Jeff works for, he is the president. Oh, he's the president. Oh, I had no idea, I was talking to the president. Anyway, he is the president, evidently, of Amigo Vape. Amigo Vape, it's a Chinese company, so I wanna say Amigo, but I think it's Amigo Vape. They make that, this one. They make this little guy, this tiny, tiny little guy that I had on the vlog first impressions, like, I don't even know, like four weeks ago. Not much of a cloud right there. That was a lot of inhaling for not a lot of payoff. But, fact of the matter is, uh, he makes this, and anyway, he sent me an email recently. Um, We exchanged emails very randomly, um, mostly about advocacy and stuff like that. Anyway, he sent me an email that says, Nick, I thought that you would be interested in this. See below the response from the FDA. Um, It looks like the FDA isn't even equipped to handle the start of register submissions yet, even though there is a December deadlining deadline for submitting a list of products. So every vape vendor in America, think about how many that is. Just off the top of head, off of your off the top of your head, think of as many vendors as you can and then multiply that by like a million, okay? Okay, maybe not a million, but by a lot. There are an F ton of vendors in the United States. Every vape vendor in the United States has to register with the FDA by December. This is just a thing that has to happen if you want to remain in business. So, um... Even though December is a deadline for submitting your list of products, uh, does this mean that no one can enter products into the e-submitter yet? I'm going back and forth with the FDA help desk now, but from the looks of it, they haven't made updates yet to allow companies to start submitting a list of what will be potentially going through the PMTAs that you at least have to be registered to get the two-year extension. The FDA... Oh, the FDA. I'm trying not to rage uh, whenever I talk about the FDA. So let's continue reading this email. My team and I started going through tutorials last week and tried to tried a dummy submission just to learn the system, but the categories and drop-down menus have nothing about e-cigs or vaping in there, so it makes no sense. That's when I reached out to the FDA. Obviously, it's the only ma- email and they have no phone number, and that's the response below. I finally got back today. I thought it might be useful to you because with the thousands of companies and hundreds of thousands of products, there is no way that their system can handle all the submissions by decide. especially if we can't even start yet. They're making every vape vendor, I said this already, they're making every vape vendor in the United States register with the FDA by December. There is a December deadline for this. Right now, we are in July. They don't even have a way for us to register yet. They don't even have a way for us to register yet yet. Um, So the FDA responded to Jeff and they said, hey, Jeff, thank you. They didn't say hey, they said hello, because they're professionals. Hello, Jeff, thank you for reaching out to our help desk. For future reference, if you contact ctpesub at fda.hhs.gov, uh, this inbox can help you with the Center of Tobacco Products e-submitter specific questions. In response to your questions, e-submitter does not currently support e products and ingredients as part of the new deeming regulations. Changes are being made to the application to start accepting these products. These, uh, these products will be made to the 904A1 and generic forms in the future update. If you, were re- if you have re- okay. Have you received a request to submit eSig products at this time? Please let us know if you have any concerns. The help desk of the e-submitter for new products has no idea what's going on. They don't even know that they that these vape vendors are supposed to be, you know, registering by December. Yes, help desk, we are supposed to be registering by December, and so far you have given us no way at all to do that. So anyway, I don't want to just keep rambling on and on about this product, but Jeff, absolutely. Thank you for sending that my way and yeah, it's in 100% FDA logjam, and it's ridiculous. They don't even have a way right now set up in place for us to register our freaking products with them. So last thing before I get to what I'm in vaping, uh, I'm going to post a link in the description under the advocacy section where you can go and thank. The sponsors of HR 2058. This is incredibly important. All of these people have uh, uh, co sponsored HR 2058. So, if you're a senator or, and you're co sponsoring a bill or you're in favor of a bill and you come out publicly and you are co sponsoring this bill, whether you're a Republican or Democrat, imagine if you are a, a Republican, mean, if you're a senator, you know, and you're a Republican. And you co-sponsor this bill, HR 2058, to change the grandfather date of the deeming regulations. And then when you do that, suddenly all of these vapors from the vaping community are sending you emails thanking you for that. How does that make you feel? That makes you feel like, yeah, these vapors they're they're on my side. I got a huge response from that. That might encourage that person to reach out to other senators, get them to co-sponsor it, get them to help move this bill forward, which won't happen for the foreseeable future, but it's going to it's going to empower them for our cause. So, What I'm going to do is link in the description uh, to thank the co-sponsors of HR 2058. It's a CASA call to action. Thank you, Representative, for co-sponsoring HR 2058, which would protect... Okay, I just need to not read tonight. I don't know why I would say protects, Uh, which would protect. Thank you. Thank. Okay, wow. Slow down, Nick. Can we just take a second here? Let's just slow down. Thank you, Representative, for co-sponsoring HR 2058, which would protect adult access to low-risk vapor products. So, Kasa makes it easy. They have the thingy where you put in your address, you put in your zip code. It tells you who your representatives are and if they have co-sponsored HR 2058 or not. And if they have, you send a little message and you thank them for doing their part to help the vapor industry, to help the vapors of America, and to help the millions of smokers in America have access to life-saving vapor products. So that is incredibly cool. Thank you to Kasa. Thanks for thank you to Alex from Kasa for sending. The at my way that link to me so that we could uh, we could make it a little bit more public so wow 20 plus minutes in already we've already talked about a whole mess of stuff what I want to do right now is get into what I have been vaping and I know last week I said I didn't have one and last week I did not have one and then the day that I'm editing my vlog yes look what arrives Smoke Tech TF V8. Now, I have been kind of absolutely loving this stupid thing. I'm not including it in my first impressions. It's because I've been vaping it so much. I felt compelled to include it in the what I have been vaping segment. This is something on the inside. Snoz Girt, I believe. I have not yet got to try the RTA base in here. I've just been running the Smoke... Uh oh god, 0.15, 50 to 250 watts, best 120 to 180 watts. These are the octuple coil heads. It comes with two coil heads, they're both octuple coil heads. I'm not quite sure what the difference is. This is the one, this is the coil head with the big squares, the big rectangles for the juice flow holes. There's other ones that have sideways holes for juice flow holes and then there's the RTA paste. So far this is all I've tried. Now this hasn't leaked on me but one time and I don't know why it happened. It hasn't happened since and it never happened before that and I don't know why it happened but flavor and performance are on point and people keep saying oh the performance from the TFBA is just mind-blowing right? No it's not. It's good. It's great. I mean, you can blow clouds with it, but it's not, you know what? Let's do some little, let's do some cloud science here. How about that? I'm going to blow a cloud using the TFV8. Okay. And then I'm that's going to segue into my next, what I've been vaping, which is the M17 with the 24 millimeter sub zero on here. Nothing fancy on here. It is a round wire build. It's 22 gauge anarchist wire. It's about a a 12 wrap, I believe. Came out to .27 ohms. I have it set to 100 watts. So .27 ohms at 100 watts. The TFV4 is .16 ohm at 89 watts, okay? So I'm gonna do the TFV4 first, and then we'll do this second. Sure, let's compare some clouds. I'm going to stay sitting for this. The performance that I get from this TFV eight is great. It's great in the sense that it's exactly like the performance that I get from my dripping atomizers. Um, I don't know. People are going on and on about, oh, this produces such huge clouds. It's like, yeah, they're big clouds, but they are the exact same clouds that I get out of all of my drippers. It's big, I guess, compared to other sub-ohm tanks. Like it definitely outperforms things like the Crown 2 and a lot of other sub-ohm tanks. This is probably the highest performing sub-ohm tank. And not to mention, I have it almost at 90 watts and it's holding up amazingly well. Now, the one time it leaked, I opened the top and I was squeezing my juice in there with a glass dripper bottle. So I should be making this motion, right? I sealed it back up and I looked and juice was coming out of the airflow holes. And I'm like, oh, God damn it. What the hell? And so I wipe it all off and I'm like, that was weird. So I just kept vaping it and kept vaping it and kept vaping it. It got low again. So I refilled it. No leaking. Kept vaping it, kept vaping it, kept vaping it. Got low again, refilled it. No leaking. I don't know what that, I don't know what caused that. I don't know what this one-off weird leaking situation was, but hasn't done it since. So I hope it never does it again. Otherwise, I've really been enjoying this. I've already put probably 20 mils of juice through this tank today. It has been my main vape all day sitting at my desk and I just keep filling it up. I just keep filling it up and keep using it. I'm going to take this coil head and just run it into the ground. I'm literally dying to see how much juice I can get through this before I even get to that RTA base. So anyway, yeah, TFV8, rock and roll, man. We already talked about the M17 with the Sub-Zero RDA. The juice inside, so the juice inside that was Snaz Cream. I'll have a link down in the description. It's actually quite delicious. Um, the juice in this is Time Bomb Pixie. It's good. It's really weird. I'm, I find that I'm not a huge fan of super, super candy flavors anymore. I'm just not. And This is like a grape Pixie stick, which at first was great, but I have about three or four toots on it. And I'm already, I'm kind of already ready for something else. I don't like super, super candy, candy uh, vapes anymore. I don't know why. It's just weird. Uh, No real surprises here. Once again, the Noisy Cricket's making an appearance with that Fat Daddy Vapes upgrade kit. A lot of people in the comments have been saying that their Fat Daddy Vapes, pardon me, sorry, that their Fat Daddy Vapes upgrade kits have been not functioning properly. Um, Mine has been amazing right out of the box. All I have to do is press the button and it fires, I press it dead center. Every time if I press it on all the sides it fires, no matter where I press it, it fires. I don't know, I don't know. Fat Daddy Babes isn't a huge manufacturer so I'm sure there's some inconsistencies. Again, all I can speak to is what I have in front of me My Fat Daddy Vapes Noisy Cricket Upgrade Kit is working just fantastic. This is the 22mm Sub-Zero RDA, which I am just a big fan of the Sub-Zero RDAs. This is the one I actually bought from uh, Beyond Vape because I liked the one that I reviewed so much that I wanted two in my arsenal. Crispy Cap on top, Epic Clouds Caramelized Banana, Ugh, super, super good vape. Still been rocking this guy, still been rocking this Asmodus Stabwood mod, uh, Aspire Atlantis or Atlantis Aspire Nautilus Mini on top, 18 milligram poorhouse Mad Mix on the inside. This is literally one of my favorite vapes of all time. I am just absolutely loving it. I love this combo. I love how light it is. Just I love everything about it pretty much right now. I could be due for a new coil head in there. I've been using this coil head since I went back home to Reno and that was like, Four weeks ago? Good lord. I probably do for a new coil head. Flavor and performance are still just, just fine. Oh, that 18 milligram throat hit, though. I dig it. I dig it a lot. Um, Anarchist Solara Beyond Vape DNA 200. Like I said in my review, this is just my freaking workhorse mod. I. I love it. I love using it. I think it's so badass, so badass, just so reliable. I have that phenotype LS on top, which has been interesting. It was a little bit weird to build on, like I talked about last week, but I knocked the airflow down to two holes on both sides. Amazing. balls. It's the exact airflow of the goon. It's nice and it perfect resistance, nice and swooshy. It's great. Nothing fancy in here. This is just... Okay, uh, this is one of the Fuse Clapton's I made. Wow, I just dripped and it's dry. Huh, didn't I just drip? Did you see me just drip? I felt like I just dripped and now it's just dry. This is the series Fuse Clapton I make that a lot of people were asking about. It's two 28 gauge wires in the core Clapton with 40 gauge Canthal. You do like, I don't know, how many wraps is this? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine wrap and uh, around a three millimeter comes out to 0.5 ohms. Let me re drip. And uh, this is great on an unregulated series box. I happen to be rocking it on a DNA 200 and I rock it at 90 watts so it gives me like seven volts so it feels like a series box. Anyway, stellar vape. That is the Glacier Banana from uh That seems to be like my go-to summertime vape. Just the menthol minty banana is what I crave in the summertime. So the last thing I've been vaping, Hexome V3 has basically not left my side. It's replaced my Hexome V2. I kept my Hexome V2 version, whatever the last version was, version 2.1 or 2.2 or something like that. Version 2, I just called the version 2. I kept that in my arsenal up until I got the Hexome V3 and then I finally put it away. I rocked that thing for like a year and a half because it was so f- burpy, so freaking reliable. Hexome V3 atomizer you can't see on top. This is filled with Lane Cove Nola. I know, right? I usually am vaping the my juice, but I found out I had a couple bottles of NOLA. I remember vaping this at VCC Tampa, and I remember really, really enjoying it, and it's true. I really, really enjoy it. This is a really unique, interesting flavor that I love because it's not overly sweet. In fact, most of the flavors that I'm looking at on my desk, with the exception of the Cinephon, which we're going to get to later, are not overly sweet. The Snozz Cream is a little bit on the, the candy sweet side, but whatever. Um... Hexome, you know, blah, 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 other stuff. Things, can't read the resistance. I'm sure it's fine. I have adjusted it to something. I've been vaping this for days and days and days. Great, 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 great. I do love that Nola flavor. So that's what I have been vaping. Real quick, real quick, We get to before we get to the beer segment, we do need to do Getting to Know Grim Green. Okay, let's get to know Grim Green, shall we? So one of my favorite people in the world, Jennifer Coleman. I talked about her the other week doing all of this advocacy stuff. She enters all my contests. She's just a wonderful person. I just want to hang out. I just want to give her a hug, truly and honestly. I want to hang out with her and give her a hug. She wrote to me um, and says, hey, Nick, I'm just curious. If you have any pictures laying around of the baby Nick or toddler Nick or teenage Nick. And if so, would you be willing to share it with us? With us. <laughs> with us. I think it would just be cool. Uh, thank you for spreading the word about advocacy. You are my inspiration. And yes, you can use my name if this ever gets read. Jen Holman. Absolutely. You know what? Uh, my entire childhood. So my dad... Uh, is, was a professional photographer in Lake Tahoe for my entire life. As long as I can remember, my dad has been a professional photographer. He's taught me so much about appreciating art and appreciating photography. And I just love him for that. And he insisted, as long as I can remember, my dad's always had a camera in his hand. I mean, anywhere we went, every trip to Disneyland, every camping trip, every vacation, when we went to the beach every weekend, when we went skiing, he always had a camera with him and he was always taking pictures. And my dad insisted on putting those pictures on slides. And so all of these slides, these slide trays, they still exist. My mom has them in her possession right now. It is my entire childhood on slides. We never had prints, right? And this is back in the days obviously before anything digital at all. And so all of our all of our pictures are on slides and there's very few, very, very few prints that exist. But I scoured all of my hard drives. I uh, looked everywhere that I possibly could to find any pictures of a young Grim Green and I found four. These are probably the only four pictures of my childhood that currently exist on my computer. Um, there's a No, there's another one. There's a fifth one that I don't quite remember where it is. I, let me check my pictures folder real fast. D, that's my hard drive. And then we're going to go to pictures. And there's a picture of me at Disneyland. Uh, nope. Oh, crap. Ah, crap. Oh, yes. There's a picture of me at Disneyland. I'll show it to you now. There's a picture of me at Disneyland. And... I am at, anybody know? Anybody know where this is in Disneyland? No? No? All right, I'll tell you. This is at the Hungry Bear Cafe, which used to be bear country, which is now critter country. This is where Splash Mountain is now. The Hungry Bear Cafe is still there, and this is me when I'm... uh, Three, uh, three years old, I guess. Is that is that what a three year old looks like? I don't know. I'm not good at judging the age of children. But I'm wearing a blue little jacket and a red little turtleneck, and I'm looking longingly into the rivers of America. And uh, that's a picture my dad took of me at Disneyland when I was just a, just a young little, a young little tyke. There's also a picture of me and my brother, and uh, I think I've shared this on social media before. But it's me and my brother. We were up visiting my great-grandmother in Seattle, Washington. And this was taken in her backyard. And we were wearing matching ninja shirts. And I would literally kill to have an adult version of this ninja shirt and get one for me and my brother so we can recreate this photo. Uh, I'm I'm not the good-looking one. My brother's always been the good-looking one. I'm the the derpy guy with the derpy teeth and like the nutshell haircut. That's, that's me in the all black. I, I wore all black back then. I guess I wear all black now, but I was wearing all black then. My brother's the one in the blue jeans and uh, we loved these ninja shirts and we timed our wardrobe so that we could wear our ninja shirts at the exact same time on the exact same days because we loved these shirts and you know, we thought we were actual ninjas. So right around that same time, and I apologize that this one is so blurry and so out of focus. This is one of my school pictures, elementary school pictures, and this picture makes me look cross-eyed, but I had these big bucky teeth and these cheeks, and I have still never grown into these cheeks. In fact, my buddy Jim that I've known since like sixth grade, seventh grade, he messaged me on Facebook, and we were talking about how I never grew into my cheeks. I have these huge... Like, when I smile, it, like, touches my glasses. I just have these big cheeks, and I never grew into them. And this picture is a prime example of that. I, I just had big cheeks that I never really grew into. Same, what my brother and I used to call the nutshell haircut. It's just the, the Lloyd Christmas cut from uh, Dumb and Dumber. I don't know why I my mom gave me that haircut. As I grew up, this is a little bit uh, older than the last picture, but... Um, that's me and my brother, and my brother is younger. He's the one in the front, and I'm in the back, and we're in a wagon, and we're wearing matching shirts, and my mom insisted us on insisted on dressing us the same, even though we weren't twins, and so we had duplicates of every clothing item that existed. We had two of these shirts, two of the ninja shirts, two of the everything shirts. The ninja shirts were the only ones we liked wearing together, but these uh, this was taken at my dad's photography studio in Lake Tahoe. I have no idea how old I am in this picture. I'm gonna guess eight nine, eight, eight or nine. I think I am in this picture. I don't know the date of this picture but uh, that's me in the back and I'm giant and I still have those cheeks that I never grew into. I was I was a weird looking kid and I'm really blonde in that picture for some reason which I don't know, maybe my dad was retouching me and I didn't know about it. Um, The last picture that I have to share was this was taken in Southern California, I believe. If it wasn't Southern California, it was Sacramento. And this is when I had just got into high school. So I'm gonna say that this is, let's see, I graduated in 95, 94, 93, This is 1992, 1991 or 1992. My brother, still rocking that nutshell haircut, huge circular glasses on his face. That's that's my mom in her really expensive sunglasses that ended up getting broken. I don't even want to tell you that story. And that's me on the farthest side with this sort of swoopy, sort of Parker Lewis haircut, uh button-up shirt. Uh, I was really, really proud of my outfit this day. I thought I just looked so boss in this outfit, in this picture. I had those weird high-waisted slacks. You know what I mean? It was like they were like dockers, but then they went up a little bit more for some reason. I don't know why that was a thing. And I was wearing a belt. (laughs) And looking back, dude, I look so goofy, but Look at those sunglasses. Like, what is my problem? Why was I wearing those sunglasses? I mean, I get it. It's 1991, 1992. There's no reason for me to look like that. I just look like an idiot. But uh, yeah, I thought I was really cool. And uh, (laughs) evidently, uh, I was not really cool. So yeah, that's literally all the pictures that I have. Maybe I'll share some other pictures from the past if I can track them down. But... Those are all the pictures that I have of my childhood um, and a little bit of the story that goes behind them. So that's me growing up and look, I turned out all right. No big deal, right? No big deal. I'm I'm still uh I turned out just fine even though ugh, those sunglasses, man. Those sunglasses just makes me cringe every time. So, spent a little bit uh spent a little bit on getting to know I cracked my knuckles there and absolutely nothing happened. You thought it was like like air, like just nothing. Anyway, I've been talking too much. I need to get over there. We need to go to the beer section. So once again, you might be shocked and or appalled at the beer that I have to taste this week. I had such a good time tasting that Miller High Life like two weeks ago that I wanted to go back to another beer that I used to drink. I used to just go through these phases where... I never really drank beer in the wintertime, which is weird. I just drank a lot of beer in the summertime because you're in the summertime and you're barbecuing and it's summer and you're going to the beach and you're drinking beer and I don't know what it was. And there were some summers where I'm like, all I want to drink is PBR. Some summers where I'm like, all I want to drink is MGD. There's some summers where I'm like, all I want to drink is Takati. And then there were some summers where all I wanted to drink was Dos And I don't know... Why? It's because back then beer was just a thing to do. It's not something you like enjoyed. It's not something you like, ooh, this is malty and hoppy and foam and head and lacing on the glass. It was just something you just drank. So simple beers have a place in the world and right now a simple beer has a place in this vlog. Unfortunately, I'm beer advocate the Doseckies. Which which one even is this? This is the Lager Espécial. This is the this is the most commonly drank, you know, seen Doseckies can, bottle. It's the green bottle, green can. Everybody's seen it all over the place. You know, the most interesting man in the world beer. And there was a couple summers, man, I was all about Dosakis, and for no real reason other than I bought it once, and then I drank it all, and then I went, "Hey, cool! I can get some more Dosakis for sure." So what I'm gonna do? Cans. See, sometimes cans are terrifying as well. I just think of that scene in Scrubs where JD is sitting in uh, in Doctor uh, Doctor Cox's car and he wants to open a root beer, and Dr. Cox says, don't open that in here, and he goes, apparently you don't know about the John Dorian three-tap method, and he taps the can three times and then opens it, and it just explodes and fills the car with root beer. I think about that every time I open a can, but unfortunately on Beer Advocate, this has a very, very poor rating. It's a 64-63 poor, poor, poor rating. At least Miller High Life from The Bros had a decent rating. It was like a 70 or something, right? This Dos Equis is just, its it's got the worst rating ever. This is the single, wow, look at that pour. Hey, good job, Nick. Look how much head is on there. That's what I get for being an idiot. That's what Monday would look like if it were a beer. Oh, I can't drink through this head like a man. This is the lightest beer that I have ever experienced or ever seen ever in my life. I mean, that it just looks like apple juice. It literally just, it even doesn't even look like apple juice. It looks like a lighter apple juice. And I don't even know why I'm going through the process of like pouring this into a glass. I guess I just wanted to see how actually light it was. But yeah, look at that. That looks like a beer commercial right there. That that amount of head right there. Boom. That Look how light it is. You can see me through it. You can see me talking through this beer. But here we go. Here's to all my subscribers that drink uh, cheap Mexican beer. Here's to you. Some Dos Equis. Yep. Tastes like nothing. Um, if I'm comparing it to another Mexican beer like Takati or uh, Corona, it's drier. It is The drier of the Mexican beers, in my opinion, the mouthfeel of it is very astringent. The flavor of it is so fleeting that you don't even remember drinking it. It's so clean, and on a hot day, a cold, cheap Mexican beer is just a, a wonderful, beautiful, wonderful, wonderful thing. Literally anything is going to pair well with this beer, so let's just try some, uh, let's try some Mouth to Lung. Mad Mix uh, Pourhouse. It's a mixed fruit flavor. I'm sure it'll be just fine with this beer. There's no delicacies in this beer to like, ooh, compliment the flavors and compliment the juice and this, that, and the other. Mm Mhm. That's fine. That is a, a fine beer pairing. Let's try that TFV8. Let's try that Snoz cream paired with it. You know what would actually pair really well with this dose? I'm enjoying this really way more than I thought I would, man. Way more than I thought I would. The, thing, the great thing about these beers... You can buy this big can of it for like four bucks, and it's like drinking nothing. You just—it's just refreshing beer-flavored water that you can just drink like crazy. There's no way if I was drinking like a twelve percent chocolate coffee coconut stout from Stone that I would have been able to drink an entire glass of it like I just did with this Dosseki's. You know what's going to pair amazing with it is. Oops, did you get a glimpse of the top secret atomizer right there? NOLA. NOLA's going to pair amazing with this. Unfortunately, I'm going to have to vape this and cut away so nobody sees the atomizer because I didn't really think this through. So, pardon me. Sorry, Sheik. I am sorry. What is in the news, Robin? Uh, let me have a tootin' and drink here. Boom, Nola. Boom, Nola goes great with Dos Equis. So, it is what it is. You know what I mean? There's no reason to be a beer elitist and go, "Mm, I would never drink Dos Equis. Because, fuck yeah, you would. If it was a hot day and someone handed you a Dos Equis, you would drink that like your life depended on it. It's a great beer for that. So, thank you, Mexico, for Dos Equis. I don't know if anybody in Mexico drinks Dos Equis, but... There's a lot of Americans up here up here in the United States. We drink Dos Equis. We drink Tecati. We drink a, a lot of Corona as well. I used to drink a lot of Heineken. Maybe I should grab a Heineken for, you know, like a beer next month. I'll have a Heineken. But right now, this Dos Equis, it's warm in here cuz I don't have my air conditioning on. I've been talking a lot. This Dos Equis is hitting the spot. Boom, roasted. So I'm going to move on from the beer segment. I'm going to finish up my Dos Equis and we're going to get to some freaking shout-outs. It is shout time. Everything still in focus? Fan-freaking-tastic. So let's get to some shout-outs. And I need to look at my vlog notes for this because I know I do have some shout-outs. Oh, yeah, I have someone uh, who left a comment. Chris left a comment on one of my videos, and I don't remember which video it was. But uh, I'm going to burp because of Dos Equis. I'm sorry, Chris. I'm going to get to your shout-out in a second, but I do need to burp first. I'll edit it out. Don't worry. So Chris uh, left a comment on one of my videos that said, Hey, Nick, my name is Chris. If you use this, feel free to say names. I wasn't sure where you'd be okay with people asking for shout-outs, and I was wondering if you could give me a shout-out next week for my birthday. But more importantly, my girlfriend, Morgan, who has been more than supportive of me in vaping and life in general, even though she judges me for being obsessed with your videos. Come on, Morgan. Don't. Don't judge poor Chris. Poor Chris is just enjoying himself. He's just having a beer and watching a guy he doesn't know talk for two solid hours. Nothing weird about that, Morgan. We have been going through a hard time as we were both trying to get through college and money has been so tight. I had to sell all of my vape gear and my favorite guitar just to get by and your videos got me by and I would like to thank you for what you do. You are, simply put, my hero. No, Chris, you are considered, you are, consider yourself shouted out. Bump that, Chris. Bump it right there. And Morgan, absolutely, you can bump it too, even though you make fun of Chris for watching my videos. I am not your hero. I don't want to be anybody's hero because what I have experienced in my life is that your heroes always fail you. Your heroes will let you down. So I don't care if you say you're fucking cool. I love you. I would be okay with like saying weird sex things or that you want to stalk me or things like that. That's normal things. Saying someone's your hero puts them on too high of a pedestal and they will eventually fail you. All your heroes, all my heroes have failed me. Kind of even Penn from Penn and Teller. Even though I still say he's my hero, he has been saying some weird things that I kind of go ah maybe not even okay I'm not even going to get into the hero rant but please don't call me your hero I appreciate the support though Chris and I definitely appreciate you watching the vlogs that just means the world to me thank you so much um got an email here from Drew now I'm going to give Drew um I'm going to give Drew a shout out Drew sent me a very long heartfelt email and. I'm not going to read the whole thing because there's a little bit of personal stuff in there. He, he went through, he had some losses here in 2016, including his grandmother and his uncle. And he goes into detail uh, about how much he loved his grandmother, how much he loved his uncle, and he definitely, definitely deserves a shout out. Him and his whole family deserve a freaking shout out. So Drew, you are absolutely shouted out. I am so sorry for your loss. Keep your chin up. Uh, the world is a beautiful place, and life is a miracle. So, just wow, it's intense. And uh, again, I'm I'm just so sorry for your loss. But thank you, thank you for sending that to me. Thank you for sharing your story with me. And uh, you tugged at my heartstrings, Sir Drew. But uh, yeah, I actually have another Drew. There's another Drew. There's two Drews. What are the odds of two Drews happening in the same shout-out time? But anyway. Other Drew um, writes to me and says, "Hey Nick, my name is Drew. Drew like the other like the other Drew. Two Drews. I'm a long time smoker turned vapor from sunny Florida, and I couldn't be happier with the changes vaping has made to my life. Your channel has helped me stick to my guns and overcome the horrible dick addiction that cigarettes are, and I thank you for that. The reason I'm sending you to the sending you this email is as follows. Today, when I got home from work, I received a small package from Camel cigarettes." Curious as to the contents of this package, I opened to see what was inside, only to be slightly confused. As to be expected from Camel, the package contained coupons for discounts on cigarettes. On the other hand, the package also contained a white canvas and metallic marker. What? Upon further investigation, it would appear that these items were in association with some sort of sweepstakes or contest being held by Camel. I decided to take the advice to Open your creative side and paint them a glorious piece of artwork. Unfortunately, there doesn't seem to be a return address for my submission. All joking aside, let me get this straight. The FDA wants to go out of its way to worry about vaping with no evidence of harmful effects and drive down the industry that is saving the lives of misinformed consumers all over our beautiful country, while the cigarette companies are mailing out canvases with metallic sharpies for a fucking contest." My disappointment right now in the FDA cannot be described. Advocacy is our only option. Thanks, Nick. Keep up the good work. You're a hero to us all. Again, no. I am not a hero to anybody. But evidently, Camel is having this, uh, it's called Open Canvas Contest, where they're sending out these little canvases and metallic Sharpie pens to their customers. And they're having an art Contest And you can win tobacco. You can win free cigarettes. You can win free cancer essentially. And so his response to this was uh, he took his metallic sharpie to the canvas and he wrote, hashtag vaping saves lives, support HR 2058 and the Cole Bishop amendment to stop the FDA regulations august 8thorg That's <laughs> that's amazing. You are now my hero, sir, because that is totally cool. I wish, I wish he had a return address. I want to know the rules of this. Like, if you have to post that on social media and like tag Camel or email it to Camel or send your whole thing back to Camel, I think that that would be just freaking amazing. I think that is awesome of you, uh, Drew. To do that, um, surprised as well. I've, the, I'm surprised. I've never seen anything like this in the vape community. Like Namber Juice, we have an email list, but it's just email list, and we send out like, hey, you know, Hexomes are back in stock, or hey, fifteen percent off sale, or something like that. I never thought about sending a package to all of our customers with coupons as well as a canvas to draw art to win. More stuff. That's actually kind of a cool idea, Camel. But ooh, you're evil, Camel. Anyway, that was awesome, Drew. Uh, really, really well done on that. Uh, what are we doing on time? Let me get to one more. Let me get to one more shout out now. My shout out folder is overflowing on my email. It is just ridiculous. So I'm going back to the beginning, and I'm going to knock out some of these really old shout outs. This shout out was emailed to me on January 28th. That's how far back my shout out list is going. It is into the hundreds of shout out requests. So please, please understand if I can't get to your shout out request, it's not because I don't want to. It's because I have hundreds of people in front of you, hundreds of people in front of you. But Oscar, Oscar wrote to me and said, hey, Nick, this is Sergio. What? (laughs) What? Same thing happened on the Culture Club's podcast last week. People were like, hey. The email's from, like, something at gmail.com. And it's like, hey, my name's Alan. And I'm like, wait, what? How is this happening? Anyway, I guess his name's Sergio and not Oscar. Hey, Nick, this is Sergio. I just want to tell you I love your videos, and if I can get a shout out for one of my best friends, Chris, he's the sole reason why I started vaping. We used to smoke packs of cigarettes all the time. We had just turned 18. He ended up joining the Navy, and once he got back from boot camp, he came back home with a mech mod and instructed me to vaping, and the rest has been history. We've both been tobacco-free for three years, and he's like a brother to me, and it would be awesome If you could give him a shout out. Here's a picture of us when we met you at the OC Vapors Club meet. I'm on the left. Chris is on the right. Absolutely. Uh, Oscar or Sergio, whatever your name is, you are shouted out. And Chris, you are absolutely shout out. It's important to have this support system of friends and family and the vape community to help you motivate yourself to, to get away from tobacco. It's not as easy for everybody else as it was for everybody else. It was really easy for me. It's, it was really difficult for other people. It was extremely difficult for other people. So having that support system in place, I think, is incredibly important. And Sergio and Chris, awesome that you guys were in this together. And, yeah, we had a picture at the OC Vapor Club meet. You can see Dwayne kind of photobombing it in the background. And, uh, yeah, that was a good day. That was a good, That was a good, fun meet. Anyway, that um, was ba- way back in January, way freaking back in January. So what I'm going to do is wrap this shout-outs out. Let's see what we've already done. News and stuff, beer, shout-outs, getting no Grim Green. It's time for First Impressions. First Impressions. Alright, so first up on the first impressions, this is a box mod I got, and it's weird, man. I, I don't want I'm not saying anything good or bad about it right now. I'm just saying it's really weird. It is a weird, weird box mod. I am a vapor that loves adjusting to taste. It's one of the reasons I love the Cirque boxes. It's one of the reasons I love the Hexome boxes. You just adjust it to taste. You build your coils, you read it on the ohm meter. you go, okay, this is a 0.3, okay? You plug it onto your mod and you try it, turn it up a little bit, Ooh, try it, turn it up a little bit. And wherever it feels right, that's where you vape it. And this is something that I love. So I got this box and it's called the Zayaz. I'm assuming it's called the Zyaz. It's X-X-I-A-Z-E. Ziaz? it comes from a website called bleedtrinity.com. And I'm going to go to this page right now, bleedtrinity.com. And it is a dual 26,650. You see two 26,650s there? Right in fact, I just ordered Four new 26650s off of imrbatteries.com just for this mod, just so I could use it more. Yeah, this is the, they don't have a pronunciation on here, but it's called the zai I'm calling it the Zaz box mod or the Zayaz box mod. So this is a series, it can be, it can go back and forth from being series unregulated to variable voltage regulated mod. So it can go from a regulated mod to a un unpa- uh, pa- uh, p- uh, c- uh, 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 regulated mod to an unregulated series box mod. Now I have this in regulated mode right now and the way that you adjust your voltage and wattage, you see this little green LED? I'm going to try to point it right at the lens. See when I press it down it moves and then it turns blue so then it goes green, 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 orange, red. Those are your settings right there. Those are all of your wattage settings. Red, orange, green, 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 blue, right? And so I'm trying this, and we're gonna talk about this atomizer on top next. But I'm sitting here trying this, and I have it on the blue setting, right? And so I try it. This is a, uh, this is a .25 ohm coil on here, by the way, dual coil. It's a twisted ribbon wire, which is weird, but whatever, it vapes awesome. and I go okay obviously the blue is way too low so I go up to the first green dot and I go let's try it again much better still pretty cool I'm gonna turn it up one more dot turn it up to the other dot perfect freakin perfect and I go well Let's go up to the next one just to see. Hot. I like how that you can see the refresh rate in the vapor cloud. Far too hot, so I turn it back down and I'm like, okay, the middle green dot, that's exactly where this needs to be. 0.25 ohm dual coil, middle green dot, done, perfect. I can vape like this for days. Just, it's the perfect wattage for this, for this resistance coil. Now, I don't know exactly what wattage this is, but I looked in the little instruction manual, right? Let me get it out. There's a little instruction manual that comes with it. The Zayas instruction manual. So I'm reading through it and I go, okay, so that's how you turn it on to regulated mode, power mode, you can monitor your battery, uh, you can monitor the temperature of your batteries. Cool, cool doesn't say anything about what the dots are. And then I got to the very end, and there's this little chart right here, which I get it, that's obnoxious to have a little bit, to have a little chart to like, pardon me, cross-reference, right? So I'm looking on here, and I'm like, okay, I look at my atomizer resistance along the top, and it says .25, and I go, oh, okay. And then I go down to the green two setting that I'm on, 75 watts. If I had this on a DNA 200, That's exactly where I would be running a 0.25 ohm coil. And I found it just by accident, just by adjusting to taste on this screenless mod. I found exactly where it needed to be, exactly where I would adjust it anyway, if it was on a mod with a screen. I just adjusted it to taste and left it where I liked it. Turns out that where I like it is exactly where it should be, which is really interesting. But this chart has all the resistances that you can use on this. It goes down to 0.15 all the way up to one ohm. And so if you're, if you're at a 0.15 and you're on the amber setting, then you are gonna be at 200 watts. If you are on 0.15 at my green two setting, you're gonna be at 120 watts. But if you go up to like a 0.6 ohm coil, right? And you have it on, the amber setting, it's gonna be 50 watts at .6 ohms. Interesting, it's just an interesting little chart right there and I'm trying to get to know this mod. I literally just got this, whoops, hey, hi, welcome to welcome to fucking pop filters. I just got this just yesterday, so I've been fiddling with it. I've been adjusting the wattage up and down and learning how to turn it on and off. You can one, two, three, four, five. One, two, three, four, five. One, two, three, four, five. Oh, I thought that's how you turned it off. One, two, three, four, five. Nope. What? Oh, Okay, well, I thought you turned it off by pressing the up button once, uh, five times. I don't know, I need to spend way, really, wow, a lot more time with this box. My first gripe is not the buttons because they are clicky af, And I even don't mind that there's no screen because now that I know what the lights mean, I can adjust it accordingly. I don't like that the fire button is right here in the, in the middle of the mod. I wish it were here, or I wish it were here. If we could move it to over here so I could finger it, that would be just fantastic. As it stands, you kind of have to hold it like a remote control because the button's right there. Eh, It's just one of those things that you're going to have to adjust to, you know what I mean? Um, plenty plenty of power like I said dual 26 650s on here this is an expensive mod it runs 199 it is an expensive mod this is an expensive mod but this guy is making them um, everything I believe everything is made in the United States there's nothing China in here what's interesting is these top caps so the top cap is is raised off of the mod okay that's not recessed. It's not flush with the mod. You can see the silver right here underneath the black. If I unscrew this, it comes all the way off, and then you end up with a little nubbin, right? What you can do is plug on a 22mm top cap and have a 22mm atomizer on there, or you can plug on the 30mm top cap and run a bigger atomizer on there. I actually think that that's one of the coolest features of this mod so far, is, uh, is, is plugging on these These little top caps and, oh, that's right. It's hard to do with an atomizer connected. Still, I think that's pretty cool. I'm going to have to get used to this button and I'm going to have to get used to this interface. I'm not sure exactly what I'm doing right now. Uh, I I thought I knew how to turn it on. I I thought I knew how to turn it off. I thought I knew how to get it from wattage mode to series mode, but apparently I don't know how to do that. So good thing it came with an instruction manual. So thank you, Blade Trinity, for sending this blood trinity. Bleed Trinity, not Blade Trinity. That's a movie with freaking Wesley Snipes bleed Trinity for sending this my way I'm actually excited to spend a lot more time with this box I'm excited to get my new 26650s in the mail so I can these are a little bit older 26650s I want to get some new new 26650s in here but moving on from that we're going to talk about this atomizer right now Now, this is somewhat of a ridiculous looking atomizer a ridiculous working atomizer it is called the carbonite rda they have it in stock on vapors cloud right now it's by leo lee and it's a weird rda right now the saving grace of this rda is that i really like the airflow because aesthetically i do not like the way this looks it looks like something from the circus it looks like fucking clown shoes man I do like the drip tip and I do like the airflow. Everything else about it is really weird. The deck is actually pretty nice. My main gripe with this RDA is the O-rings on the bottom and the O-rings on the top and the O-rings on the airflow adjustment. They are the single weakest O-rings that I've ever experienced in my life. I mean, they just, it just it's just like they just fall off. Like they don't hold on at all. And you can't at all, Unscrew your RDA using the body of the RDA. That stays in the same place. Your RDA's, your housing of it's just spinning on those O rings. They're the weakest ass O rings of all time. But the airflow is this interesting, like diamond shape pattern that you can open up all the way or close off just the top or close off a little bit of the bottom and It's interesting, it's truly and honestly an interesting airflow, that diamond shape makes for a really nice kind of pleasing swooshy airflow. Um, The flavor is not anything to write home about. Like I said, I'm using the Cinefun in here and this is uh, new from Vapor Treats. It is so sweet. (laughs) It is really sweet. It is so sweet to the point. It's kind of like that Pixie, I vape like Five or six drags on it and then I'm just over it. I'm ready for something else right away. It tastes like, like literally like the warm, gooey center of a cinnamon roll. It's got like that frosting, bakery cinnamon flavor. It's delicious, it's just so sweet that I can't handle it for that long. Flavor on it's okay, but like I said, this juice is very, very flavored. It's very, very sweet, and so there's not a lot of delicacies in this juice going on. It tastes like hot cinnamon frosting in my mouth. Mission accomplished. That's what it's probably supposed to taste like. I'm going to try this RDA with some other juices that I'm much more familiar with so that I can kind of gauge how the flavor is on it. As it stands right now, Those O-rings on the bottom are just effing terrible. And I know what people are going to say. Oh, you put dental floss around the O-rings and it makes the top gap stronger. I know that that's a thing. And I know I could probably get thicker O-rings for the bottom. That's not the point. The point is it's my job to judge this harshly and critique it meticulously out of the box. You can't say that something's good if you have to make it better. You know what I mean? So... It's my job to, to, to make sure that out of the box that this is a good product. It doesn't matter if you can fix it later. What matters is how it comes out of the box. So, yeah, I know, dental floss around the inside of the O-rings pushes them out a little bit. probably get bigger O-rings, blah, 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 this, that, and the other. As it stands, these O-rings are junk. These O-rings are terrible, crappy, junky O-rings, and it makes me not want to use this atomizer. So moving forward from there, I got this guy right here. This is the new thingy from Wismec. Remember the Ijust two? Remember the Matrix? This. This is the new sort of Wismec version of that. It's called the Vecino. Vecino? 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 Sure. I don't know. What is great about this is it's using that really good armor tank. Um, it's. Kind of a cross between the Armor Plus and the Armor Mini, but it's a good, rockin' good tank. I have We Out Here Dough in this tank, the new We Out Here Dough, the Boardwalk. What's it called? Carnival? What's it called? Boardwalk. We Out Here Dough Boardwalk. And it's supposed to be like cereal ice cream or something weird. Again, the We Out Here Dough juices are strongly, sweetly pungent. This just tastes like hot sweetness in my mouth. And if that's what you're after... We out here though. So the difference between this and those iJust 2 or the Matrix or the iJust Mini that just came out, this actually uses an 18650 battery. You can unscrew the base of it and pop your own 18650 batteries, boom, on the inside. And it maintains that same form factor of like the iJust or the Moto Plus, but you can use your own 18650 batteries. The threads on the bottom are crunchy and harsh as fuck. Overall, it feels a little bit flimsy. The airflow on here feels flimsy. The drip tip feels flimsy. The whole a, a whole feel of it feels a little flimsy. But it is a no-brainer. You just put your battery in, you fill up your tank, you press the button and you vape. There's nothing to adjust. There's no temp control nonsense. There's just press the button and vape. And the, the, the flavor and the lung inhale vape experience from this, all the way open, quite, quite nice. Say what you will about Wismec, the armor tanks are really nice. It's great, look at that, look at that cloud, bro. It's, uh I've been enjoying this. This has been one of my like, Whenever I leave the house, like if I have to go run errands or something and I'm, I'm driving in the car, I'll run into my office and I'll glance around and I'll be like, uh, I don't know what to take. This. I have been taking this with me when I leave the house because it's just a little tube. I can put it in my cup holder, I can put it in my pocket, I can just press the button and I can vape it and so far it's been pretty gay. G- great. Now I'm not sure how much these are going to cost. Let me try to get my link up here. Wismec Vecino, Wismec Vecino? Such a weird name, man. Such a weird name. In fact, a couple of companies took me up on my offer to name products, and I, mean, I don't want to toot my own horn, but I think they might go with some of my suggestions, and that just makes me a happy person. Ugh. vapingresource.com has the Wismec Vecino on pre-sale right now for 21 bucks. Dude, that's it. No vape budget hands needed. 21 bucks. That's the that's cheaper than some tanks. You're going to need to supply your own juice, you're going to need to supply your own 18650 battery on the inside. Make sure it's a good 18650 battery on the inside. But it couldn't be more simple. You fill up your tank, you put in your battery, you press the button and you vape and that's all there is to it. Anyway, like with all my first impressions, I'm going to spend a lot more time with that before I feel comfortable talking about it. So, okay. Second to last first impression. Uh, Look, uh, I don't even want to talk about this. Nightcore, the company that makes chargers, came out with a device, with a mod. Single, 18650, 75 watt. Okay, that seems to be a category right now of mods. Single, 18650, 75 watt devices. Nightcore. The makers of the Chargers have released a mod, and boy is it bad. Oh, it is so bad. It feels so cheap and flim- flimsy. The fit and finish on it, it are just horrific. The Even the battery door is just horrific. These stripes on the side, they are raised in some spots and flush in other spots, and it just feels Really bad. Additionally, the 510 on this is not spring-loaded. It is a static 510 connection. This wheel on here that you use for adjusting, plastic, and it moves around. You hear that clicking around? It just wobbles all around, side to side, and moves up and down and around. It doesn't make any sense at all. Additionally, I'm gonna sneeze, oh no. Additionally, this button on here, when I press it, watch, You hear anything happening? Nope, because I press the button and nothing happens. In order to get this to fire, I have to press this button with all of the strength in my forearm. Whoops, I just—I got so mad I hit my pop filter. I have to squeeze this and press this button with all the strength of my forearm. I have that uh, pivot tank on here which has been surprisingly, surprisingly good. Uh, Strawberry circus on the inside. The tank itself is a good vape, but on this mod, it's the it's, it's just this the worst mod. I am not going to review this mod. Just it is terrible. Just know that this Nightcore mod is terrible. Tell your friends. Figure out this timestamp. Post this somewhere. Tell your friends. Please do not buy the Nightcore mod. It is bad. It is terrible. It is just the worst thing ever just the worst thing ever oh it doesn't even do 75 watts it does 50 watts it does 50 watts I can't even find a price on this literally nobody seems to be carrying this mod I found it on fast tech so of course it's going to be nope it's not on fast tech I don't know who's carrying this mod just tell all your friends to avoid it like crazy let me gorilla this button down so I can actually vape on it It's bad. There's a physical locking switch. So if you get in here and flip that up, it's going to show you a lock symbol and it's going to show you the remaining drain, uh, the remaining voltage of your battery. The board in here is actually really nice to use. You unlock it, kind of, eventually. You unlock, pardon me, you unlock it like that. It shows you 44 watts, 0.52 ohms, uh, 44 watts, 0.5 ohms. 5.2 volts and the way that you adjust it is there's another button here. You press this button And you can see 44 watts right there, and then you spin this wheel and now it's down to 40 you turn it back up And this but this wheel itself is crunchy to even turn it So we're gonna put this back down to 45 watts. I'm gonna press the fire button. So now we're back to 45 watts Just please avoid this mod just don't use it. I'm sorry, Nightcore. Thanks for sending it. It's terrible. It's just ridiculous. Make chargers. Your chargers, I like them. I like your chargers, Nightcore. I can't stand this freaking mod. I just can't stand it. I don't really want to use it anymore. Sell this board to another company and have them use this board in a much, much better mod. So. Last first impression, focus. Okay, so the last first impression is gonna be one of those actual first impressions. I just got this in the mail. This is the Vane, V-A-N-E sub-ohm tank. And I saw it on their website and I'm kinda of like, well, I don't know if I really wanna even bother with that thing. And then I'm like, no, you know what? Sure, why not? I don't care, why not? I, why not? Let's just try it, let's just try it out because Look cool. It looks like a cool little tank. It reminds me of that Aspire, the new Aspire Nautilus X or whatever that's terrible. That tank is terrible. Just terrible. Just the worst. Worst flavor, worst airflow, worst filling system. Avoid that tank like crazy as well. I can't freaking stand it. I don't like filling it. I don't like vaping it. I don't like anything it. But. This one fascinated me because it's another top airflow, right? It's got this top airflow. It goes in and down to your coil heads and then up. So I'm interested to see how this works, how it functions. And if you take this apart, well, took out my whole coil head. So don't crank it down so far because you need that to fill it. There's a little tube in the middle. So you can kind of see, Okay, the airflow is going to go in, down to your coils, and then up that tube to your mouth. Cool. I feel like that might cut down on some spit back. It might give you some nice flavor. These coil heads have a huge chamber on the inside, but that's because it has to accommodate this tube on the inside. These coil heads aren't well marked. This one says uh, .5 ohms, 25 watts to 75 watts. Comes with spare coil heads, spare o-rings, spare glass. So what I'm gonna do is get this glass off of here. I'm gonna plug my coil head into the base like this. What mod am I gonna put this on? Ooh. We're gonna put it on this little guy. We're gonna put this on the Dagger. I'm actually gonna have a review for this very soon. This is a really great, stark contrast to the Nightcore, to the Nightcore mod. Single 18650 75 watt temperature control device. I'm gonna put it on here. I got some juice that I got in the UK. This is a 100 mil bottle that I have been really anxious, really, really craving this vape again. So this is Mona's Pantry. I think you can only get this in the UK. So I'm hoping when I go over to Paris that Mona's Pantry will be there Mm, and I can get some more of this pink lemonade juice. This is my favorite of their juices. Their regular creamy cloudy lemonade isn't great, but the pink lemonade is actually really good. All I'm doing is kind of painting the inside of this coil head with some juice. Just kind of getting it wet but not sopping wet. I guess it doesn't really much matter because there's no airflow in the bottom. But I I don't want to get it too wet. I don't want to get it too flooded. I'm gonna put this glass back on. It's held on the bottom by a big silicone washer. I'm gonna plug this back on the top and I'm not gonna crank it down as hard as I did before because that's how you fill it. You have to be able to unscrew this top. What you don't want happening is your coil head I guess it doesn't really matter but you don't really want your coil head sticking to the top you want your coil head to stay in the bottom so I'm just gonna top this up with some juice it looks like this is around a 2 mil tank maybe like yeah I mean I would say 2 mils if I had to guess right now I would say it's 2 mils I'm just gonna fill this to the top of the coil head and I'm gonna leave a little space at the top just because I don't want it flooding on me like that so I'm gonna screw this down, sure. Let's close off that airflow. I'm gonna take a few dry toots, which means I'm not gonna press the button, I'm just gonna try to get the juice in there where it needs to be. And you accomplish that just by closing off the airflow, not pressing the button, and doing some like, you should see bubbles sort of happening, which there are plenty of bubbles. So I'm gonna open this up, I'm gonna check the resistance says .5. I have this. Great. I have this set to 12 watts, and it's not sitting flush. Oh, that's a bummer. It's not sitting flush on the dagger at all. Okay, so obviously 12 watts, not nearly enough power, so we're going to turn this up to like 30 watts. Not nearly enough power. We're gonna turn this up to 42 watts. It's getting there. That actually feels pretty good. Try it like 45 watts, just because I just wanna go up just a little bit more. I can feel the juice is where it needs to be. We're gonna set this to 45 watts. I'm gonna turn off the juice flow some more. Take some dry toots. Give it another shot at 45 watts. So, right out of the gate, <laughs> this coil head might need to break in. Uh, the flavor, really bad. Really bad flavor. It tastes like warm air going in my mouth and nothing more. This Mona's Pantry pink lemonade. Is a strong, pungent pink lemonade flavor. I vaped it almost the entire time that I was in the UK out of that first V God tank that I got, and the flavor has like a very rich, sweet, tangy flavor. You actually feel like the tanginess in your jowls. This not not tasting very accurate. Not tasting very accurate at all, Mr. Vane Tank. Yeah. Well, wow. so good performance. It feels like a saturated vape, but the flavor is just truly bad. Truly bad flavor. Wow, bad flavor. I'm really hoping that that flavor improves heavily. I don't know if this coil head just needs to break in or what, but right now, this flavor that I'm getting off this tank is pretty freaking piss poor, which is kind of a bummer. So I guess I'm going to use this vein tank a little bit longer. They sent me one extra, so I'm going to throw that in a giveaway later on. Trying to think of other ideas for contests. There's so many advocacy contests going on right now, I'd hate to take away from those. I don't know. I don't know what I'm going to do. We'll, we'll figure something out. We'll figure out another contest. So that is actually going to wrap up my first impressions. Um, what I'm going to do is crank the air conditioning in here for about 20 solid minutes. I'm going to go cool off in the living room. We're going to come back and do reviews for a thing that never did get a previous review. Reviews for things that never got reviews. All right, let's do some reviews for things that never got reviews. So I got two mods here from a company called... V Park and they make a 150 watt version of this box now if you remember if you're a long time viewer of my vlogs or if this is your new vlog a long time ago i did a first impressions of these and for one reason or another they just never made it to a full youtube video but they're not bad devices both of these are actually really good and vpark also makes a really solid sub ohm tank and the only reason i'm not using it right now is I went through the two coil heads that came with it and I have no more coil heads. So that's it. That's that's what happens sometimes when you get something into review. It's like, oh, here's the tank and two coil heads. So you go, oh, okay, I'm gonna use these two coil heads and then you realize, oh, I don't have any more coil heads to use with this tank. But this was a great sub-ohm tank, great airflow, and had a great top-fill system. The top of this tank actually has these like protruding rubbery nubbins on top that were super easy to grab and you could just unscrew the whole top of it great it was a really great it was a really great tank but these mods were actually also really nice i thought they were really well put together so this is the v park box tc 70 watt single 18650 this is in the single 18650 70 watt category, you know what I mean? It's got a nice big clicky fire button on the top and it's unbelievable how different of a mod this is compared to that stupid Nightcore box. That does, this does everything that that does and more way, way better. The fit and finish on these are just fantastic. It's got this like joytech EVIC style toggle switch on top that goes, that kind of toggles left and right Big fire button in the middle and this wheel is for turning it on or turning it off. So right now it's off, won't fire. You do this one turn and now it's back on and you're ready to vape it. If you're vaping a regular niachrome or stainless steel or some canthol, something you would use in wattage mode, you just adjust the wattage. There's on, off, W, F. So when you turn it to F, You adjust the temperature, right? So if you have a canthol or a canthol, nickel, titanium, stainless steel, put it on here, put it in wattage mode or put it in temperature mode, adjust your temperature and you can then switch it to F or, okay, hi, can I talk? You switch it from F to W and then you adjust your wattage. Okay, I'm going to leave this at uh, 35, Oop, okay, that went really fast, the menu, I forgot that the menu on system on this is so fast, I'm going to turn this down to 35 watts, 35 watts, it's set to 420 degrees, but this is canthol in here, so if I press the button, It's going to give me the wattage I need. And then the Fahrenheit, the temperature on here, just disappears because it recognizes that this isn't a temperature control build or temperature control coil head in here. So it just switches automatically over to wattage mode. Off this, and I can't stress enough how great this little click wheel is. Do you hear the clicks happening? It's nice and smooth turn. It's knurled around the edges. And it's a nice, nice smooth turn. On, off, F, W, on, off, F, W, on, off, F, W. 10 times out of 10, I was leaving this on W. I was adjusting my wattage and I was using it as a 70 watt box. This 0.6 ohm single coil on here at 35 watts, stellar, stellar vape. What I liked most about these V Park boxes was the fit and finish on them, very nice. This, this 150 watt has two 18650s in the bottom and you just pull this little thing, the bottom door flops open. Let me put some batteries in here real fast. Clearly marked on the bottom here. Positive goes in that way, negative goes in that way. Snap it shut comes to life and it's on. And the interface is exactly the same as the 70 watt except this one goes up to 150 watts. It's not anything amazing to look at. Like Phil Basardo would say, it's a deck of cards. There's nothing really happening. They have some really dumb tribally graphics on this side that I could really do without. Even if this was just pure black, put like like a stripe like this, that would have been cool, right? Or like maybe two stripes down the side, yeah, that would have been cool, right? But as it stands, it's a black box and the form factor for dual 18650, is actually quite small, like it's thin, it's narrow. I mean, when you think about the fact that this hexome is also a dual 18650 and so is this, Look at the dimensions, look at the difference. Look how much taller that hexome is. So what can I put on here real fast just to vape? How about that armor? How about that armor, whoop, nope. Let's do this. This is that armor tank from the Wismek Palupia, little whatever mod that is, the Visivisco. I hate mod names. The Wismek Vicino. dumb. Dumb, that's a dumb name, Wismack, sorry. Sorry, not sorry, that's a dumb name. So, what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna plug this on. I'm Just gonna check the, tells you, asks you, same coil or new coil. This is a new coil, so you toggle it that way. 0.23 ohms, 54 watts, let's just try it out. <laughs> Stellar, just fantastic. One of the things that I really, really like about these Vpark mods, both the 150 and the 70 watt, is when you press the button, it fires. Instantly, just instantly. It also does that thing where it fires for like one split second after you take your finger off the button. This used to be a problem with mods back in the day where you'd take your finger off and it would like fire for just a split second more. These V Park mods do that. But when you press the button, they fire right away. There is no lag. It gives you plenty of power and it's it's great. These are great vapes. While I was using these, I really enjoyed them. They were fun to use. They were fun to adjust. I like, I love this system. I just like this system of the wheel to adjust it for wattage or temperature to turn it on or off. And then this little toggle up here to adjust your wattage and voltage or your temperature or whatever you want it to. And it's great because, so if you turn this into wattage mode, and you have it set to 54 watts, sure, you can accidentally toggle this, or you turn it to the on, and now your toggle is locked. There's no confusing menu to click through where you go, okay, one, two, three, four, five. Okay, now I'm adjusting this, Oh, now I'm adjusting this, now I'm adjusting this, and then I choose my wire, and then I choose my this, and then a heat coefficients, and then you do the this, and then in the end you vape. It shows you your battery percent, 100%. It shows you your atomizer resistance, shows your watts, and it shows you your temperature. And when it's on, you just vape it, and there's nothing else to adjust. And it's so great, it's so simple. And they're realistic about their wattages. This is a dual 18650, 150 watt box mod. I am recommending this V Park 150 watt over a lot of other 150 watts. I like this more than the Sigeli 213. I like it more than the iStick 100 watt. I like it more than the iStick 150 watt with TC. I like it more than whatever the last iStick was, the one that looked like the Relo. I like this more than I like a lot of other mods. I just wish it didn't have this dumb tribal on here. And the size of this, boom, perfect for stickers. That's the first thing I thought when I saw this is I was like bah. You can put stickers on there. Anyway, if you can find these around, they're called Vpark TC 150-watt box mod. This is the Vpark TC 70-watt box mod. I have two links in the description. One is to Hoosier e which I have never purchased from them. They have the 150-watt box on sale right now, 40 bucks. That's it, 40 bucks. I have, uh, nope. 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 Okay. Waken Vape, who I've also never purchased from. They have the seventy watt box kit, so it comes with a tank on sale right now for fifty two dollars. Now. In my weekly review series, I do this thing called the Aliens game where I pose the myth, you know, uh, I was going to say mythological. Nope, that's not the right word. Hypothetical question that if Aliens descended from space and took all of my vape gear, what would I buy? Is the V Park 150 watt TC box mod something I would seek out and buy? It probably wouldn't be my first box mod, but I absolutely love this box mod, and for the price, 40 to 50 bucks, I think it's a screaming deal. If you don't have a dual 18650 high wattage box mod, this, you can't go wrong. It's lasted me, I love the button, I love the wheel, I love the toggle, dual 18650, 150 watts, it's just a nice package all around IMO, so... It is what it is. For one reason or another, um, these just ended up not getting reviews, and I feel guilty about that, and that's why right now they're getting a review for things that never got reviewed. But vPark did a great job, a great, great job with these devices, and I am highly recommending them, especially if you don't have any 70-watt single 18650s or any 150-watt dual 18650 boxes. These boxes are... Uh, are some of my favorites. In fact, I just want, I'm just i going to give these away. I am going to give these away. Um, first person to email me at, contest at grimgreen.com, it's yours. Uh, you have to prove that you're 21 and you have to be in the United States. First person to email me, just shoot me an email, contest at Grimgreen.com, You're the first one. In fact, if you're watching this video and there are more than like 300 views on it, chances are it's already spoken for, but that means some lucky person, you you just got two box mods, two box mods, I don't have any of the original packaging, but I will throw you these two box mods because they're so great, I don't want them to go to waste, I want someone, someone to use them, anyway, that's what I got for that, let's wrap up this whole vlog, let's get to my favorite comments of the week already. I'm afraid I don't have anything terribly hilarious or entertaining this week. First comment of the week, a guy named Samuel left a comment, and he just simply said, this guy's a douche. Uh, sure. No punctuation because that changes the whole... <laughs> This guy's a douche. You need an apostrophe S, uh, I believe, in there. Maybe not. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong and Samuel is right and he did that correctly with the correct punctuation and I am, in fact, a douche. But uh, thank you, Samuel, for your ever so helpful input. Uh, Got one here from a guy named David. (laughs) This one was just funny. This isn't insulting or anything, which makes me even more happy. David Bond wrote a comment on my Petri Light Mech Mod from this week and said, uh, does Dot Mod call it a Petri because there's a culture that comes with this mech mod? Huh? See what he did there? Culture, vape culture, culture clouds, Petri, culture. It all comes around. It all comes full circle. <laughs> anyway, David, thank you for the chuckle on that. Lastly, comment of the week, uh, lulu 1337, Um this was a comment from, uh, an ever-so-helpful comment from my Crown 2 video that said, Maybe you should test your taste nerves because the coil heads are fucked and taste like ass. Sure. Brilliant. Are you a writer by chance, Lulu? Like, have you penned any novels or contributed anything to the society other than just telling me that I need to test my taste nerves? <laughs> Test your taste Nerves <laughs> There's no doubt about it Lulu has to be from Boringand Because only people Only people in Boringand talk like that Anyway, Lulu You're a ridiculous human being But thank you for your comment It was uh, highly entertaining But yeah, that's what I got for the vlog this week Let me do a quick look around the room Let me do a quick look through my notes Covered the Wismac. covered the Zayaz the, uh, the, No Ah, oh, fuck Ah, shit. Oh well, there's a tank that will forever be lost from my first impressions. You'll just have to wait for it to get a review. It's the Joytech Ultimo, and it's surprisingly, surprisingly good. So, sorry, I forgot that. Wow, searching around the room actually paid off. Anyway, what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna grab this little uh, Asmodus guy right here. I'm gonna do some mouth to lung vaping while I clean up my office, and uh, I wanna thank you all for watching the vlog it just means the world to me remember to get involved fight for your vaping rights you don't have to do everything but you do have to do something i'll see you back here next week on thursday for hashtag vlog day and don't forget i have re- reviews uh, of vape stuff uh, every day of the week mod monday topper tuesday and wild Card wednesday in addition to the vlog on Thursday. So yeah, good times over here in Grim Green World. Anyway, thank you so much for watching everybody and as always, right there, no matter what you use, let's keep on vaping.